I believe that it's because we always say this and we know shit. <laughs> and going into the competition, even though I only had two hours sleep that night and the night before it was, you know, we're trying to get everything ready and stuff. But I think that we were working towards making it this way. at comp- I think that was our goal. I mean, I, that's for sure that was my goal for the actual competition to be to feel that way, which is the reason why the week prior, just the weeks before, I felt really stressed out, but it's only because I wanted ease at the competition. Welcome girls to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Welcome back to the Get Up Girl podcast. We are here live. My name is Joanna Vargas. I'm your host and your gal, your fellow Get Up gal. And today is our two chicks and a mic. That's when Salome Valdez and I come to you and we share what's going on in our worlds in the last week or two. And if you're not familiar, if it's your first time here, Salome and I, she, uh, we work together here in my company, JV Empire. And so we produced a competition, dance competition last week. It was its 22nd annual. I started it in 2001. I was very, very young. And so what you and I are going to talk about today is our lessons from that competition. So Salome, take it off because we have an event hangover. I know I do. And if you're not familiar, an event hangover is when you plan something very big in your life, something pivotal. It could even be a wedding or it could be with work, but I've heard it with other work people and they call it event hangovers. And what they say is that you could just go, go. You could do 18, 20 hour days up until the event. And then all of a sudden when the event is over, your body just shuts down. Even uh, J-Lo talked about that when she did the halftime. She's like, the body will just shut down. It will just stop when you're able to go for three months straight. And the body says, okay, now I'm done. So that's an event hangover. All right, Salome, take it off. What did you learn from the competition? Actually, I learned so many things that I know are definitely going to help me for next year or any event, in fact, that we have coming up. Uh, was just the way... From the details of writing emails, like words to the timing of when to to send emails, of the specifics of what I need from people, how to put them in a certain order in the email. I mean, to me, it was all about the emails this time around mm-hmm. of what I'm asking for. How am I asking for them? Uh, how do I receive them when I don't get what I want? How do I receive that? How can I change it up? How can I make it seem more? Yes, I'm very stern about it and I need something at a certain time, but how can you be kind at the same time? So definitely experience this sound for that. Salome, would it be because this is for myself, or do you notice that when you receive something that you're not happy with, and then you come mm-hmm. back at that person without bringing your walls and barriers down, do you notice that the, 
the communication takes longer to get what you would like because the power lies in myself, in all of us, in order to manipulate a situation. So manipulation means to get something that you both would like. I would like this from you. I need A from you. And then you are going to receive B from me. And I, I'm aware of that. When my walls are up, we will keep going with emails forever and ever and ever. And we're never going to both get what we require because our walls are up. So I want to talk about that. Do you notice that? Because I know if I shoot off an email and I'm like, oh, I'm just adding fuel to the fire. Yeah. I learned that for the in the past year or two with you. And I've noticed myself really changing the way I receive it and how I ask for it again in a different way but this time around it was more about leaving the email by itself for a little bit and then going back to it later rather than responding right away yeah one thing that works for me and again it probably will change tomorrow or in a, a year but when i was younger i used to respond quicker now i take my time I'm like, I'm not, it's not ready yet. Or sometimes I'll respond quicker, but I need to, I'm not ready yet. Joanna's not ready yet to respond to whatever it is or something else is on fire. It's like, there's four things cooking on the stove and I'm going, okay, hold on. That one doesn't need to be cooked yet. And I'm going to kind of move around. That works for me right now. You know, who knows what will change, but I know when I respond with a FU energy back, it, oh, it just, it probably does a great more. And it's just like more and more. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. So I would kind of say it was like communication then. Yes, definitely communication. Yeah. For me, God, this is so broad, but I'm going to start with this one. I learned a gazillion things from this last event. One of the biggest things I learned was my business is a reflection of where I am. Your business is a reflection of who you are at that moment, right? The way you do anything is the way you do everything. And I was thinking about, contemplating about the first, I'm going to say the first seven maxed outs and how different of a person I was, how I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I don't, I mean, I know a little bit more now, but I'm still learning every single time, but I truly, truly did not know what I was doing. And that I just kept showing up and investing. I'm going to say investing money, investing money, AKA losing money and not taking home a profit over and over and over and over again. It was probably till the 10th year till I turned a profit. And I think anybody from the outside would have called like, that's legitimate, crazy, like legitimate. If somebody's looking at like, that's great. Why would you keep going to a job? Let's say if you worked at McDonald's and you didn't get paid for 10 years, would anybody keep going back? I, I highly regret it. I mean, I highly deny it, right? No, that's not the word. I highly, what's the word, Solomon? I, I highly, whatever. I'm at a loss for words. But I mean, that if you think about it, it's really cuckoo. But I never really told anybody because I know they would have stopped me like, don't do that, you're insane. And I'm like, wow, but that was such a reflection of who I was at that time, of what I knew at that time. Uh, and now the reflection and this lesson that I'm sharing, it's not that like, oh, I know it. No, because I am so not even where I would like to be. But I'm like, wow, okay, if this is a reflection of me, then how do I change me? How do I shift me? That was the lesson. Joanna needs to shift even more, even more, even more. Because I really, truly 
started to get what works for me and what doesn't work for me. This works for me. That doesn't work for me. And it was kind of like I was going on this journey, going left, right, left, right. And it's like hot or cold, hot or cold, hot or cold. And the, the journey was like circles and valleys and ups and down. And I was like, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. Oh, I know what I require moving forward in order for Joanna to expand. Because I'm trying to expand by doing things that don't work for me. I'm putting Joanna last. Mm. that's what I, what I realized. I'm going to take that back. I always knew I put Joanna last, but like, I really started to get how I got to see it. I knew that I did it, but I couldn't see it. So it was like, I put the glasses on and go, Oh, that's how I put myself last. And I think anybody from the outside looking in would think, wow, Joanna, no, you're so, uh, you seem confident. You put yourself first. And I'm like, I actually put myself last. Mm. And that's my takeaway. So that was one, a big lesson for me. And I wonder how I'm going to do it different. Now I have choice because we can't have choice if we're not aware of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you feel is the, something that you would like to keep for next year? Something that's like, oh, I really like the way this went. I'm going to keep it for next year. It's actually, it's not how things went. It's uh -huh. actually the energy energy mm -hmm. that energy works for me that energy doesn't work for me. that energy works for me that that mm -hmm. so what i would like to keep is feeling ease is mm -hmm. feeling taken care of i really like to feel taken care of i don't like to be the caretaker yeah i mean look i'm not a mom i, don't, I just i'm not i'm not a caretaker and i've i'm trying to be a caretaker and it's it's not fun for me mm. mm-hmm I'm going to agree with you on the, on the ease part of it, because that's something that was a total highlight. And I was talking to Jen. Jen is, uh, if you don't know Jen, she also works with Joanna and she worked at Pumpkin Run with her. But her and I spoke about how, e how the ease was of this competition. She was able to run registration by herself. We thought it, it needed both of us. And it just felt, wow. She hasn't even called me if, if, you know, that day she didn't call me for any help. She, she had it by herself. I was able to really put in the attention on both judges, both panels of the judges. Well, last year, I don't, I don't feel like I, I was able to do that, but this time around, it just, it was easier than last year at the competition. Like I was actually able to sit down and watch a little bit and then say, okay, this, this, this needs to get done. I'll get it done. I never felt like I was just running from one place to another because things were not getting done, you know? I didn't feel rushed or anything like that. It just felt like, okay, this needs to get done. Cool. I'll get it done. And I don't need to get rushed. I don't need to rush to it. It's just something that needs to get done in a bit. And I'll just do it right now. It, 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 if, if that makes any sense. I just didn't feel pressure. Yeah. How do you think that was? How did we get there? How did you get there? I believe that it's because we always say this and we know shit. <laughs> and Going into the competition, even though I only had two hours sleep that night and the night before it was, you know, we're trying to get everything ready and stuff. But I think that we were working towards making it this way. at comp I think that was our goal. I mean, I, that's for sure. That was my goal for the actual competition to be to feel that way, which is the reason why the week prior this the weeks before I felt really stressed out. But it's only because I wanted ease at the competition. If that makes any sense. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It yeah. was like working towards it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. The first one for you was communication. First was okay. for me was where the business is, is where I am mm-hmm. a reflection of my life. And for the second one for you was the ease of the mm-hmm. feeling of ease and setting it up for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. as well. Okay. For me, the second one is seeing how much work that I've been doing behind the scenes and using the tools. And it kind of goes back to this doesn't work for me because something happened the night before of the competition. And I noticed that it didn't work for me. It didn't work how we were trying to solve the problem, how we were trying to figure it out. Cause you can't figure things out. You, we, we make choices. We, all we could do is make a choice and make another choice and have awareness and ask questions. And so for me, it was really seeing when the tools work and when I'm not working them. And I went through, you know, the first question I asked was an infinite being choose this. No way. Okay. So then what's the point of choosing this? That was the second question to fight back, to, to look like every other person that does it to, to seem valid, to make sure that everybody around me, it looks like I care so that I can align and agree with them. And I'm like, but I don't align and agree with them. Right. And then the next question was, okay, what would you like to choose now? If you had 10 seconds, what would you choose? Like I just kept going through my tools. And so the last tool that I landed on was if I have 10 seconds to live, what would I choose? And with this situation that came up, I, I asked, I just kept asking literally to like 1230 at night. What would I like to choose now? Take a shower. What would I like to choose now? Put on my PJs. What would you like to choose now? Like I kept getting not to message that person back. And then it was like, what would I like to choose now? Okay. Send a text to Salome. What would you like to choose now? Every 10 seconds I kept going next one, next one, rather than making this hard decision. And I'm like, it doesn't feel light right now. No, that, that is not it. What would I like to choose? So then the next question before I went to bed was, what would I like to choose? And I got, go to bed. Cool. So I just left it the way it was. Now, here's the funny thing. If people are listening and they're a little confused, when I, I had text you, Salome, the night before, and I read it the next morning and it was confusing. So you read it as you send the message. Mm-hmm. But I sent the message to you as send the message to me look, if everybody's confused, it's totally okay because I'm confused as well. The point is, you know, when you send a text to somebody and they misinterpret it, that's what happened. Okay. But I read it after I was like, yeah, I would have understood it that way too. But the point is it worked out. Okay. Mm -hmm. I woke up in the morning and I asked again, what do I choose now? Take a shower. You know, it was like three 30 in the morning. What do I choose now? And I kept getting just go to the park, go to the event, do not write this person back yet. Okay. And I just kept asking. And then around 6.30 AM, I got call the person. All right, cool. So I called the person and I had a 20 minute conversation with this person and it created so much. And the way I spoke was so eloquent and I was an infinite being. I was I was power. I was not powerful. I was clear. I was concise. And I was like, I was so proud of myself because it took 
nine, 10 hours to make that choice where other people would say, Joanna, you need to make a choice now, or what are we doing? And I'm like, I, I, I'm not sure yet. Yeah. I'm asking questions, relax. I'm bringing my walls down because they're so far up right now. And then the walls were so far down, nothing could have hurt me that day, nothing, because they were so freaking down. So when I talked to this person, it was such magic that it was like, poof, and it was gone, right? Now, again, I'm still choosing. I'm still choosing. It's not like poof and it's gone and I, we never have to deal with something like that in the future. But magic doesn't always mean that it's going to feel wonderful. It felt not fun, right? And I'm like, okay, I'm a business owner. This is what a true badass, if you're really going to say hashtag badass, hashtag this, well, then let's be a real one. And let's, how do we, how do we work through this? Rather than we go at it with fight, with angst, with frustration, with exhaustion, with this, it's like, stop. What is a true, real badass? What is a true, real conscious person? What would they truly, truly choose? And so that was a huge, it's not even the word lesson for me, but it was like, wow, Joanna, you've been doing the work and it's working. And so I'm proud of myself. You know what I mean? Because that is 22 years in the making. If I had that 22 years ago, I probably would have freaked out and um, made decisions that who knows would have created. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even just me, I know that like that night too, I was trying to figure it out and stuff, but I didn't even, usually if that would have happened too, my stomach would have been hurting and I would have been like, I don't know, just like feeling sick or whatever. But I was honestly, I was just more tired than anything and just burned out from the whole week that, uh, I'm surprised too, that I was just sort of chill about it (laughs) and that I did, I wasn't freaking out like, Oh my God. Like I, like I usually would have done it, you know, I, if anything, I allowed my, my tiredness to just help me just be at ease and just be chill. <laughs> like, I'm just really tired right now, but it wasn't like, a, I don't give a shit about it. It was just like, it'll be handled. I'm just, let, let me just observe it. <laughs> Felt a little high, <laughs> but yeah. And I understand, I get where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Any other lessons before we wrap that this up? And Ashley is saying, good afternoon and excellent Joanna Vargas. We got two comments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else I'll make to wrap this up and our two chicks and a mic about what we learn at the dance competition? It can always, 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 always be better. We can always, always, always learn. And then we can always change it up. It's not always set in stone even from the last of the hour before. And uh, yeah, as long as we put out that energy, we'll be fine. Yeah. Whew. And what else is possible? And we always have choice. Mm-hmm. And what else can this be? Cre- what else can be created from this? Mm-hmm. And not even the competition. It could be, gosh, something so left field or so something completely different. And I'm really excited for that. Yeah. Because 22 years, it's like, dang, yes. Does it stay the same or does it change or what's next? Mm-hmm. And what is it that I have held on to for 22 years? What is that, Joanna? It is not right. It is not wrong. What is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, that that there's something there. I'm not sure what it is yet. And I know that I, I need some time to, to settle and mm-hmm. see what's next. Mm-hmm. 
kind of thing for Joanna and and for the business. And like, what does the business want? What do the dancers want? Like all like what, what, what? That question of the what and the question of the how. How do we change it? What do we change it to? What do they want? How do they want it? Those are the two questions that create more. And let me just let me just say that, Joanna, that I, that makes me so happy because in a business, asking those questions isn't that is pretty hard for a lot of people, even just in general in life. It's just hard for people to question because maybe they are afraid of the answer. And you're not, I'm not. So that's what makes it work. That's what works for us. Asking those questions and then knowing that we're going to get answers that we might not like 110%, but we're willing to take it and we're willing to receive it. I totally, totally get what you're saying because things can change once Mm -hmm. you get awareness. Mm -hmm. I do want to throw out there when we receive an answer, it's solid and awareness is fluid. So an answer is solid forever and ever and awareness changes every 10 seconds. So let's say Salome, we ask what else is possible for this competition? We get that it's this, and then we change our mind the next 10 seconds later. Mm-hmm. And it's being willing to be perceived as flighty. You gotta be willing to be perceived as wishy-washy as she can't, we gotta be willing for that. But we are taught since young, young, young kids to make a choice, make a decision and stick with it. I'm here to tell you, you could change and you can make a choice. You always, always have choice. And are you willing in this reality to be perceived as flighty? And I wonder if we can change this reality that we can change our minds. We can choose different. I could say we're never going to go to the park again. And then I, we go to the park again. Mm-hmm. I could say we're going to go back to a theater and then we go and we have it in a freaking parking lot. I mean, oh, Joanna, you said, and we're going to wrap this up, but especially yeah. in politics, God, politicians could never say this and then say that because they will be ripped to shreds. It's like, gosh, we can't even change our mind. Uh, if I look back at my 20s, even yesterday, I'm a totally different person. What I yeah. said yesterday is complete BS from what I'm saying right now. And yeah. this video is out there and you're going to look at it five years later and I'm going to go, gosh, what was Joanna saying? What was I saying? Right? So we always have choice. We are always changing and growing. We got a comment. Ashley says, Joanna, you taught me don't ask a question if you cannot handle both yes or no. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I don't remember saying that. So I guess that was something. Yeah, that was you. That was another you. <laughs> like, oh, that sounds pretty fun and cool. Okay, thanks, Ashley. Thanks, Salome, for coming in on two chicks and a mic and sharing everything that we learned at our dance competition. What else is possible? How does it get any better than this? And I wonder what is in store for the future of the Get Up Girl, the future of the dance competition, future future of the businesses, and for all of you. I wonder how we can all shine brighter so that we, you, and I can be the ripple effect for everybody that we come in contact with today, tomorrow, and forever and ever. Thank you so much for watching. Until next time, the Get Up Girl is here. Two chicks in a mic. Bye, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 
30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.